and I just remember putting it in her, and then she just started queefing with every thrust, like, thrust, feet, thrust, feet, thrust, feet, and the whole time I was like, oh, no, no. I had a, I had a dream once I ripped off the front, because I was trying to suck my own dick, so I just pulled my whole fucking... What? Sorry, she, my wife came in asking questions. <laughs> right in the weirdest part of the conversation. Was it about the dick sucking? No, like, I ripped the whole front of me off like a... You know, I was like, oh, cool, I could reach it easier. But then I realized, like, this is now, like, dead skin, so it was, like, a corpse dick. So, what I'm getting from this is, in an alternate dimension, Matt is an avid practitioner of the Necronominom. Nommy nom. Yeah, because you're oh, nomming oh, on your own necrotic dick. Wow. <laughs> you're you're like a, a weird owl cannibal corpse kind of guy, aren't you? Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> talking about wholesome stuff but we're going to be talking about those you know guys who like to go around and shame people and at least that's not good or rapists to like you know scary people and we'll talk about other miscellaneous stuff but i already forgot the topics i'd say i'm drunk out of my mind but if anything i'm drinking soda and maple syrup eh? hey. anyway let's get into it I, hey I, I i'm speaking sir i apologize but i'm speaking eh oh, i'm sorry eh? Okay, back to it. So, today for the cast, we got the usual gang here, just as four. Uh, we're going to start with a guy who's very salty, but at the same time, likes to be salty. I don't understand that business. But anyway, give a go hello over to Dalton. Hello. Hello. <laughs> then we got our editor and man who works on the computer and is usually a bitch nine times out of ten. But surprisingly, he's not a bitch today. So, give a go hello over there to uh, Benjamin. Hey, thank you for the introduction, buddy, but hey, uh, fuck you, buddy. I, I ain't a yep. bitch. You're doing a terrible Canadian accent. Shut up. Don't ever do it again. Hey, that's because I blame the margarita, okay? <laughs> fuck off. Continue, Carl. Finally, we got someone way down south, and by south, I mean Texas. It's not very far, but it's far enough to be south. Um, I give it to Matthew Buendia, who is also known as the man who loves booty holes. So say go hello there, Matt boy. Well, that's a bit, you know, you're being a bit uh, abrasive there talking about my love for the booty hole. But, uh, yeah, okay, I'll just go and say it. I, li I like the booty hole. Yeah. Okay, that's good <laughs> to hear, man. I tell you what. But, you know, you got to be real careful with getting in there. Or else... <laughs> oh, man, he's, he's in there. Hey, anyway. bud, you okay there, bud? You fall in the booty hole there, bud. Okay, I'm not butchering the Canadian accent anymore, because some tells me we're going to have one Canadian here, and he's going to be like, damn, bro, that offends me. But I'm sorry for being offended. But anyway. <laughs> well, I'm sorry I'm Canadian that you got offended by me there. <laughs> I got offended. Anyway, how you going, everyone? It's Canada Day, and we're doing a podcast, but... Like I mentioned, our topics are not super wholesome as they should be. They're kind of just, you know, 
out there, but... Satan! <laughs> Sorry. Okay, not Satan, but... Anyway. I mean, why not? <laughs> to list them, we've got rational and irrational fears. Fears. Sorry, I flummoxed. Basically, fears that anyone could say, yeah, I definitely get what you fear. And irrational fears where you're kind of just like, mm, maybe you're Why just... are you afraid of that? I'm yeah, suddenly basically. not okay with the subject, but let's continue. <laughs> there, there's yeah. one of them popping up right there. Oh, we're going to get... We're going to we rip go, we go oh, we're, going, we're going to get in that booty hole for this one. Anyway, oh, we're getting weak we down your butthole. Then we've got serial killers. To be fair, we've wanted to do like a whole deep dive and just spend a whole podcast talking about serial killers, but we're kind of diving in a little bit just to speak about it and just show you what we got in our research or at least what we think. And then finally, we're going to cap it off with the best and worst franchises. I don't know exactly in what regard we mean franchises, if we mean generally anything or something specific. Spoiler alert, one of the worst franchises is those Memento Morons fucks. Yep. Okay, so generally speaking. All right. Anyway, let's start with some rational and irrational fear. So I'll start you... first. I'm afraid to start talking. Damn it. How do I... <laughs> but you did it, like, though. That's oh, like, yeah, I'm never afraid. mind. I'm not afraid of it anymore. Okay, thanks. I'm, a, I'm afraid of being asked questions. When did this start? Ah! Ah! <laughs> Connor, um, Connor, you have a lot of irrational fears. You do. Yeah, hey, I do. But let's start with Ben. Oh, gosh. Ben, what we'll do is start with rational and then go to irrational. Yeah, and don't pull none of the nothing scares me. I'm fucking dang old scum of the earth. Like, shut the fuck up, man. You know you're afraid to die alone like everyone else? God dang it. You fucking, you fucking read me like a fucking picture book, man. No, 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 no worries. You're, you're, you're more than a, you're like a pop-up. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, dying alone is a fear I feel like everyone can relate to. So I don't, I feel like it's already there. Like it's a, yeah, we know everyone want, doesn't want to die alone. Oh, I thought it was just a jab at him too. I don't, yeah. Nah, if I knew he was dying alone, we would go next to him and die with him. Hell I think yeah. we have already died alone. Yeah, we're already dead inside, so. Shut the well, fuck I, up, Roman. I've already died alone. <laughs> Good for you. No one cares. <laughs> I care, bud. Fuck you, Connor. You make it sound like it's an achievement. Yeah, I died alone, so what? Hey, I just beat Jesus' respawn time. <laughs> you gotta admit. Well, maybe we can do an episode for you on Asthmatic Day. <laughs> <laughs> asthma awareness. Okay, I'll find out what asthma day is, but Ben, go ahead and uh, do your do your rationally rational fear with your bud. Well, one rational fear that I got, which I think a lot of y'all can uh, resonate with, is uh, fear of failure, which is more along the line. Like, of course, there's the general the general fear of failure. Like, I'd oh, like God. to chime in real quick. Uh, World Asthma Day is May third. I was just, I just was about to fucking say it, but I was letting Ben fucking talk. Sorry. <laughs> fuck up, Matt. <laughs> but, uh, but no, fear of failure, which in general, I guess, yeah, but the biggest part of it is just fear of being one, so to speak. Being yeah. a failure. Yeah. True failure is giving up and letting your, um, unachievements define you instead of making them as stepping points to grow from mm. yeah. and that's why i am forever going to be stubborn as a motherfucker with I, a lot like of I, like i once heard someone say don't strive for, for perfection strive for progress and i've always like the moment i heard that i was like that's like exactly what people need because no one's perfect I but did. if you're a little better than you are the day before 
Mm-hmm. Good for you. Maybe now you can suck two dicks instead of one at once. Good for you. I actually, um, do you remember a quote I saw recently? I subscribed to a channel that usually does motivational stuff. Like, it's preceded by something like, you know, a hardcore feminazi being mean or just some dude being a douche nozzle in general. And then it just goes to, like, this montage of, like, you know, people doing crazy cool things or being strong. And one of the things I saw, and I feel like Dalton said this to me one day anyway, but I just liked how it was worded. The greatest revenge is success. Fuck yeah, dude. People like, oh, everyone's mad at me. I'm just going to kill myself. Like, fuck that. You need to let them see you live. Let them see you prosper. Live out of spite. Yes, live out of spite. Mm -hmm. Yeah, don't live because you want to live to fuck everyone. (laughs) Yeah, man. Yeah, I will say definitely a very rational fear, and it's something people go through all the time. I have it all the time. Mm. I have it when I do something new, because all I can think about is just, am I going to fail it? Am I going to flummox it? For me... I don't give a shit, because I already know I'm better at it than you are, so who gives a fuck? You know what I'm saying, man? <laughs> I'm better at failing. I'm man, I'm the best failure there is, buddy. <laughs> I'm number one down there, too, and you can't have two number ones, because that'd make a list. Speaking real quick, Matt, I saw an animation of what looked like Jesus confronting Judas after, you know, being resurrected. And he confronts Judas, saying, wait a minute, you said, you kept saying, the Last Supper. Does that mean you knew? No, Jesus. And then he like looms over and he goes, get ready to receive some Holy Spirit. And then it's literally 20 seconds of Jesus just fucking mollywhopping Judas in the death. That, but Jesus did know that Judas betrayed him. Yeah, yeah he, he invited him. He, yeah, he, he, knew, he, like, he dubbed him. it the Last Supper. Because <laughs> he's like, like he I ain't eating after this, fellas. Didn't even I wash know. his feet. Like, he washed his feet too. Like, he forgave Judas. After he knew that he was gonna like betray him, yeah, Judas ended up hanging himself in the desert. I don't know. I like the idea Nothing more. That guy. <laughs> I just like the. I just like the idea of just Jesus beating the shit out of Judas out of spite. <laughs> it ends with him suplexing Judas. <laughs> okay, um, Ben. Yeah. Your irrational fear. Mm-hmm. Something that I've actually gained control over, uh, for the most part, but it's still fucking creeping in the back of my head fucking bees of any kind. That That's not really that irrational, though. Well, like... Any kind of bees. Like, he's afraid of honeybees. Yeah. Oh, he, he, he actually, he skips a letter in the alphabet type shit. Yeah, <laughs> almost. D-D-E-F-G. Which is definitely troubling when you realize that my fucking name starts with a B. Your name is Enderman. Yeah, it's Enderman. Enderman. Enderman A. Hey, Dalton, that one bar. My name is Michael with a B, and I've been scared of B. Stop, stop, stop. What? Where's it? Where's the B? There's a B. What <laughs> <laughs> that mean? That's all he is. My name's Benjamin. But, uh. There's a B? I mean, the reason I say I don't think bees are that big of a irrational fear is because they have relations to wasps. And wasps just exist to be fucking douche nozzles. Well, uh, well, I would say that's a rational. I think an irrational bee fear would be like the moment you see one, you just in the back of your mind, you're like, "What if they all swarm me, like right now?" And that's spite. That's basically <laughs> what happens in my head, and I just kind of suppress it. There's like, a bee. Like basically, because I can I can be reminded of that one fucking time whenever I was living at the airport still, and. Uh, Connor, I think you're the only one out of us that hadn't been over there whenever I was living there, right? Probably not. So, 
Dalton, Matt, you remember whenever we had that uh, that fenced off area for the fucking horses and it had the water pumping station? I was yeah, full I of bees. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was push mowing that fucking place. And the pump station building had the fucking windows still open and it was those old high school like uh, fucking windows that opened up like a vent instead of like an actual window. Yeah. And so I go to slam it down and it doesn't fucking go. So I'm like, eh, 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 you know, just hammering down on it and I'm like why the fuck is it jamming before it even wait a second and I look up and there's this fucking wasp nest that's a, the size of a goddamn football and I'm like that's not good and then I start feeling something on my arm and on my right arm just below my elbow there are about a half a dozen fucking wasps and about 12 others flying around and the half a dozen that are landed on my arm are just fucking stabbing me like Jack the Ripper types uh, stabbing. I'm just like, fuck! Do you I say wasps or bees? No. Wasps. Wasps, bees, stingies. Okay. He doesn't like flying stingies, alright? Yeah. But I'm my, not gonna be, you know, politically correct about being stung by something that flies. Like, my thought is, you can get away from scorpions, you can get a, and you can take out fucking, you can take out fucking spiders and shit, but you're dealing with a hypodermic needle that flies in three dimensions, or that travels in three dimensions? Yeah... Unless they land somewhere, you don't have a good chance of hitting them. See, now all I see is bees in omnidirectional gear, and then the attack on Titan, like, <laughs> basically <laughs> it. Uh, they're just <laughs> going all around you. Except the Titans don't eat them, they just eat their, like, fucking testicle secretions. They're wounded. But when I was younger, we had these we had those badass super soakers that they had in the early like the late two like late nineties, early two thousands. The ones that were hard to pump. <laughs> yeah, but they still were better than the ones they have now. But we had these fucking badass super soakers, and we'd fill it with soapy water, and then we'd find out where bees are in our land, and we'd go yeah. and chase them down and shoot the fuck out of them because the, the soapy water kills yeah. them. Yeah, dude, that's that's, like that's how you take down wasp nests, cheap and easy, man. Because yeah. the the soap coats their wings and they can't fly right. Uh, that's probably one reason I'm so good at fucking shooting shit because I could, I was able to shoot fucking bees out of the damn like out of the out of the skies they flew around with soapy ass water. Actually, <laughs> there's a, there's another reason. Uh, wasps, or bees of any kind, they kind of breathe through their skin. So if you spray soapy water at them, you're basically suffocating them. Yeah. All I could think of for a moment was just, can you imagine Dalton being in the military, being a decorated sniper, and he ends up getting a really terrible like terrorist, and he's like, how could you? How could you shoot from that far? And he just like leans in close to me. He's like, I learned it from shooting bees with a squirt gun. Oh, <gasps> dun, dun, dun. bees? Yes, bees. And I shoot bees out of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be even more funny. <laughs> bees, Doctor Bees. Yes, bees. God, what trying to find it. By the way, and so it's a BB gun. By the way, everyone of the podcast, before we move on, uh, look up the video Dr. B on YouTube. You're in for a laugh, I promise. You didn't watch uh, Dr. B if you find stupid human fun. I love I Dr. A, I found a picture of a sexy bee I'm sending. Oh, dear God. Well, it's, it's pretty tame, but she she looked fine. I'd bang her. Mm. Anyway. Would you I'll say, send my own picture. Would you say she's a bit B-rated? What about you fucking B-rated? Why don't you buzz off? <laughs> I'm All about right. to berate you. Alright, I sent one through text. Smash her past the B. <laughs> Are we playing fuck, marry, kill with insects? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, 
That bitch, well, with, that bitch has a fucking hypodermic needle in her goddamn thorax. Uh, thorax. I'm about to smash every fucking time. I would, I would first fuck, then marry, then kill it. That's weird, but and okay. Um, oh. Anyway, so moving on, Dalton, it's your turn. Talk about a rational fear and then an irrational fear. Or abdomen. Uh, well, I'm trying to think of how to explain my rational fear. I, I guess it's just. In a lot of ways, I, I'm afraid to take chances. Like I get that. It's it's kind of with the, a fear of failing yeah, a bit. Fear of fail, but it's like, even if I know I'm gonna succeed, I feel like I just don't want to change the status quo. It's like I'm not afraid of change per se. It's just I don't I don't know. You'd rather be passive during a lot of stuff than. Yeah, I'm just more of my life. I've been kind of just allowing shit to happen because things just happen naturally for me like luck wise like I don't really know how to work for shit <laughs> like I know how to work for things but I don't know how to like put all of my effort into something I, mean, I, I still think you kind of do I think so you just need, you need to find days. something that really puts a fire in your ass where you want to put all the hours into it I really thought of how to make an electric ray gun earlier today like I want to create electrical devices. Like, I love electricity. I love the idea behind it. I love everything to do with it. But, I hate my job. Call in Spider-Man, because you sound like the Shocker. Yeah. yeah. But Get it's back here, Shocker! The job that I do is so fucking boring. It just, I hate it. Like, I want to design things. And I don't want to sit there and listen to fucking stupid-ass goddamn people tell me for the thousandth time how to do something I already know how to fucking do. Well, I think we can all get behind that one, man. Yeah. Dude, it's like, oh, you know how to do this? Well, yeah. Yeah, I do. That's why I have a journeyman's license. Well, I'll but break. also, even if there's stuff that we know, like, the back of our hand, it's also it's fine to keep yourself... Uh, up to On date with it. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I just, I want to create, like, awesome shit. Like, I have an idea for a fucking generator I've had since I was 15 that runs off of magnets, and I'm like, this would be a badass idea. I don't want to say too much, because, you know, the American government gets really pissy when you try to fucking dip into their profits, but. Yeah, the man. Yeah, fuck the American Take me down, you fucking bastard. Oh, if I was to make that generator, I would immediately go to, like, a European country. And call it a generator. <laughs> yeah. Nah, here's here's what you fucking do, dude. You make the fucking ray guns first. You set them up on a remote-controlled tripod, and then you make the generator. Once they figure out that you made it and send the fucking Blackhawks, then you can shoot down the Blackhawks with the ray gun. Well, just make them both at the same time. I mean, okay. Well, Talking about war crimes, um, it's not it's, war crimes. It's not also a... my rational fear is I'm afraid of sudden death. I'm not afraid of death, per se. Just sudden death. Like, so, so like suddenly in... you see something flying in your face, and then you're dead. Ah. <laughs> no, I, I would think... My immediately thought was, like, car wrecks, because those are, like, very that prone. Too, like, as a car... child, I was... Like, at, when I was a teenager, I was afraid of traffic cones, because in Halo, I kept... I had one that flew at my character's head and killed him, <laughs> and it just fucking freaked me out for some yeah, reason. Yeah, see, that's an irrational fear, bud. Welcome yeah, but, to the club. But the thing is, it's like... I'm just afraid of things flying at me and killing me suddenly. Like, me seeing it, not able to stop it. I will, hey, I... Ben. <laughs> hey, Ben. 
Yeah. <laughs> he got killed by a traffic cone. <laughs> right. Hey, Connor. Do you really want me to go into your fears, Connor? Because I can tear you apart like a fucking dog with toilet paper. It's a, it's I can a, do that myself, thank you. It's okay, Connor, because if you look at my play, at uh, my uh, fucking play history for Halo 3, it does show that I killed somebody with a traffic cone. I think that was Dalton. Ah, stop. <laughs> so I killed Dalton with his irrational fear. My irrational fear is that Ben is better than me at anything. <laughs> No, that's rational. <laughs> well, we, get, um, we gotta throw down on Age of Empires again at some point, bitch. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I just, I mean, I'm just afraid that I'll make you sad that you died again. Anyway. We'll what I don't see. think about the instant death bit is that you said, it's not like death, but it it, it is. You die. Well, no. Dalton won. Well, there's like knowing you're dying, and then there's like this shit came out of nowhere, and you can't think your brain can't even process fast enough and that's when even people that come to like close death they will still have the outer body experience of seeing your entire life flash before your eyes yeah with, just because such a close call dalton's issue is he wants to be prepared for whenever he or like as prepared as possible for whenever yeah, he croaks not we all do not have everyone it, does not have it just randomly hit him like uh like, have y'all seen the boys whenever uh, that chick just gets destroyed from that discount yeah, that, flash yeah, guy? Yeah, that's, that's how it starts, man. Yeah. A-Train. A-Train runs through his girlfriend. Yeah, he ran a train on her. Yeah, or, I mean, so did uh, they do that to Starlight. Yeah, I wouldn't even call it irrational. I'd call it rational. Well, it could be classified as irrational because of the fact that you can't really control how you die entirely. Now, obviously, and I would also say, like, if it's kind of always in the back of your mind. Yeah, like, I mean, because by all means, like, you can control it to a degree. Like, hey, I'm not gonna break dance in rush hour traffic. Yeah, sure, but <clears throat> let's say there he is out there break dancing in rush hour traffic. God damn it, Dalton, get back inside! <laughs> oh, you won't tell me how to live my life. And then something comes flying at his head. Cat, stop! You're fucking leaning on everything. <laughs> <laughs> that actually She's like, I'm gonna just lay down all over your fucking keyboard and press fucking escape and sh get out of the way. Uh, Perseus. Yes. <laughs> She's like rubbing on my fucking mic, standing in front of the only fan I have in this hot ass room. Only fan. Is it your only fan? <laughs> yes, and it's Alaska. <laughs> I'll put money down on that. Well, I feel like it. Like I don't really have a lot of irrational fears. It's just more. That's just one of them that just. It's always there, always thinking, like... Because when I was at, working at Firestone, I had a tire that blew up, and it broke off the machine, and it flew up and hit the ceiling, and the See? weight of the fucking air pushed me back into a car. Bro, that's it, that's another kind of fear people have when you're airing up a tire. Because I've had a tire blow up, and it's fucking terrifying. Yeah, people die from that. Mm -hmm. Or when, then... you're t when you're tuning a fucking, like, a bass... And it, you ding, 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 ding. Like, oh my god! If it if it breaks, it's slapping you in the face and cutting your head off. And let's be well, honest, like, fucking um, bass bass strings are thick as hell. <laughs> yeah, they're all just dummy thick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then there was the um, there was a time that like a little after that when I was working electrical, like when I started working electrical again after this first time at Firestone. I was sitting there beside a Skytrack, and the guy had a huge fucking load on his the front of his um, 
Skytrack, and he turned too quickly, and the tire blew up, and it scared the fuck out of me because I was in a ditch right beside it. God damn. Yeah, that's fucking scary, man. Dude, I hated it. Alright, well, chalk it up to irrational, irrational, but, yeah, um... Well, that's, that's honestly, I would, I would say is fucking PTSD. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Alright, um, Matt, your turn. Uh, I just don't want to be dead by a bunch of semen. That's it, that's all I have. So don't, don't join the Navy, got it. No, I have two pretty basic, probably a lot of, probably a lot of people have the fear, but I fucking, I'm arachnophobic. And I'm afraid of heights. That's fair. Those are rational. And there's, there's, um... Humanity? Like I've, I've had to, you know, people, oh, just face your fear. Like, you get over it. Like, no, you don't. You just, you're scared through it, and then you're still terrified and don't want to do it again. Because I've, I've had to, I've had to mess with spiders. I've had to climb shit. Being in the military, you have to, they get that shit out of the way, man. You got to go 40 feet up a thing just with four people and no rope just to help get up one side and down the other man it's terrifying i could still do it but for me when you're afraid of heights and stuff like when i go over like a bridge like we went to new mexico and i was trying to go over the rio gorge bridge to go walk in the middle part where they were at during natural born killers and so i'm walking there with you know it's me joey jackie Devin, and then about a quarter of the way i realized how far I am up and my instinct I just got on my knees and I started fucking crawling backwards man it was way too high like that's where vertigo comes in where it's like even though I know I'm safe and I'm leaning back my brain makes me think I'm falling forward yeah so it's like super fucking scary like oh you're not afraid of high you're afraid of falling like no I'm afraid of fucking like even if I get too high I'm like whoa um yeah. If I might chime in about the arachnophobia real quick. Yeah, um, I was about to talk about that, because spiders scare the shit out of me. <laughs> That's the point! Yeah, but To see, talk about it, not to... You know what I mean. Well, it's like, uh... uh my friend Austin, you know, you know, I don't know if y'all know Austin Chambers, but... Yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he was like, man, like, I, just, I don't get why you're afraid of spiders. I'm like, because you're not arachnophobic. I can't explain exactly. it to you other than I'm arachnophobic and like they just they all look sharp to me Like don't get me wrong. I'll, I'll let some tiny spiders kind of live but like anything that's like a wolf spider or something like dude All I have is one shot to kill it and if I don't and I miss then I know it's hunting me for the rest of my life <laughs> Um, but the thing I wanted to mention was uh, I don't think Dalton will remember this quote but back in Gears of War Dalton Baird actually, you know, the one guy, the tech geek, yeah. actually references and says in his own opinion about arachnophobia, and his thing is that humans are hardwired to, I guess, be unnerved by skittering. So the simple process well, yeah. of utter skittering just scares the shit out of us. That makes sense, because it's such an unnatural, hu unhuman thing. It, like, skittering, you automatically think something low to the ground trying to hide. Exactly. It already puts like an insensitive, and like just even I guess how their spiders are developed away, like they look predatorial as fuck, which they are. Oh yeah, gotcha. But you know, you just look at like one of those big banana spiders or something, and those things look sharp. They look super fucking sharp. 
I just, there's just something about it that just gives me the chilly willies, man. And they're like, thank you, I tried to dress nicely. No <laughs> thanks, and I'm like, kill it! <laughs> it eats bugs! Like, fuck, I'd rather have bugs than a giant scary spider in the corner of my fucking shit. Ever, ever since y'all said skittering, I just can't stop thinking skitterinkadinkadink, skitterinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadin
Well, it's cool. We have signs that say no guns, so they can't. That's the safe zone. Yeah, gun safe zone, guys. It's going to yeah. work. Again, this feels like something else where I want to say I don't feel like it's an irrational fear because it, it kind of reminds me of sudden death. Well, well, to be fair, with propane, is there's a smaller chance of it actually just igniting and blowing up than other things. Like, yeah. yeah, like I said, it's just me thinking a tank is going to explode on me, or when I'm trying to fill up a tire, and I'm, like, instinctively backing up, just in case. Well, you're, like, more likely to die by getting a one of the forks in the forklift stabbed in your stomach than that propane tank exploding on you. Or yeah, like... I always, always think instead of the forklift stabbing through me like that, I would, like... I think it's going to go through one of my ankles around a corner or something, you know? Or it just severs my fucking foot. That's kind of irrational, too, but, like, it can't happen. Oh, well, I mean... That's why you always just angle them down and you don't drive like a fucking idiot. Yeah. Well, of course, if you... If you actually analyze what you're dealing with on a day-to-day -day basis, everything could be justified as a rational fear, including but not limited to, you know, your own fucking car exploding right as you turn the fucking key, because... Cars don't explode. <clears throat> well, they hold, can. hold hold on. If you put dynamite in them. God fucking yeah. damn it. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I was on a thing. Basically, basically what I'm talking about is we propel ourselves through metal, metal, plastic, and rubber chariots that are powered through a controlled series of detonations, and the fuel by which it, these detonations are carried out are either right under us or right behind us. Yeah. Gasoline is not explosive, nor is it flammable. The fumes are. The fumes are, and it has a no, lot of fumes. Cars can still totally blow the fuck up. Oh, cars Every don't blow up. party needs a pooper. That's why the only they thing that blows up in a car is diesel. Well, here's here's the thing, Dalton. You need you need heat, and you need com and combustion. Yeah, well, combustion you get with. God dang it! I lost it because with diesel you need compression. A car can light on fire. A car can also explode. But nothing is explosive in a car, except for if there's diesel. So, like, diesel trucks and cars, yeah. But for nine times out of ten, was gasoline? No. Gasoline itself is not flammable. The fumes so, from gasoline and the fumes are contained yes, within the gas tank. Again, yes, but it's not going to be as explosive as everyone thinks it is in movies. Like, every time someone puts a rag in a movie, or, like, a rag in the... Uh, the thing and the car blows up. That's not how. That doesn't happen. That's no. not how that. Happens. It says it's very rare that they do, but even then, yeah. the vapors can still make a combustive flame it, that is still technically an explosion. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like in movies when they throw one grenade and then it's just a bunch of fire and takes out a whole building. When it's like, first of all, that's a regular ass hand grenade. I mean, the fact of the matter is, a car can explode. It's not as likely. It's not near. It's not very likely at all. But there is still a probability. It's improbable. Very, not... very rare. Now, through the, the theory of quantum of physics, yes, anything can happen at any given time. You can literally just explode walking down the fucking sidewalk. Your all your atoms can randomly slip, and then you just go through the world. Like it can physically happen. Are we talking it's about a spontaneous human combustion? Yes, very fucking real too. But it is. I very rare, very improbable. Yeah, well, that's that's my whole thing, though. If if you were to actually look at what's going on all around you, everything could become a fucking fear, and you'd be paranoid as fuck. 
because well, all right, speaking of fears, let's get on Connor's topic because we've been talking yeah, about cars Connor's for like five minutes. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I was able to go use the restroom, comb my hair because it was getting a little rough, pee, flush, and all of that, and then get a drink and come back. Because you got all you had to do was say. Up. All you had to do was say pee. We already kind of knew you would flush because if you didn't, you're just a grossy. <laughs> Neil DeGross Tyson over here. I mean, to be fair, when I lived by myself, I would not always like flush if I was had to piss because I was going to come back to the toilet in about an hour or so anyway. So hey, if it's brown, flush it down. If it's yellow, let it mellow. Right. Yeah, so <laughs> to be fair, as much as I want to say, to be fair, I could say most people could name mine, but I'll go ahead and say them myself. And the first one is definitely a fuck you, you're never going to change my mind about it. It'll always be a fear until the day I die. Open water. That's, I mean, that's, that's yes. an understandable one. <clears throat> Jesus Christ, man. If I fall off a boat and I don't see anything for miles, I'm like going to just try and kill myself on the spot. It's like, no, I can't deal with all of that. No, you wouldn't have to, man. Fucking something underneath would get you first. Exactly. Fuck that, man. That one that was very rational. A shark would almost be merciful. A shark would be merciful in that case. Sharks rarely attack people. Yes. I know. Like the Indianapolis. So there are some sharks that will literally eat fucking anything. This is also true. Of course, all the sharks in, like, the movies are genetically engineered, and then they just, like, instantly become serial killers. Or the yeah, I mean, they're truly not, but, I mean, we're also swimming around in their fucking kitchens. Yeah, I mean, it's like, hey, why don't you come into my house randomly? What are you gonna do? I'm gonna shoot them. Well, yeah, the sharks gonna do the same thing. You to be fair, in your house and a shark, a shark a like shark fucking your wife. To be fair, if a shark walked in my apartment, I'd be a little bit perturbed at best. You're a shark. You'd be offended. Yeah, Connor is all the way in San Angelo. He's a lot farther from the coast than, like, Matt and I are, so... There are actually some sharks that can live in lakes. Yeah, yeah. there's freshwater sharks. There's... Yeah. Um... One's name is Big Tony, eh? You know what I'm saying? Big Tony over there. There's... Big Tony, he's swimming here. Yeah, I'm over here swimming. What are you doing, Big Tony? I'm a freshwater now... shark. What other fears you got, Connor? Is one of them of the future? I bet it's the future, right? Future! And I was mainly going to just simply talk about the swimming thing, but yes, the future is a fear of mine. And we could go into oodles and oodles of bits about it, but I kind of want to move on to irrational fears because I've got three I want to mention. Matt can guess one off the top of his head immediately. The penises? Um, penis. <laughs> Something with penises? <laughs> Yes, I'm afraid of penises. Even my own, I just take off. <laughs> oh, so... That's why you have such a small one, so you're not that afraid. <laughs> Damn, you're right, don't. <laughs> but no, um, so the first irrational fear is uh, babies. Asian babies. <laughs> oh, not even the Asian variety, just babies. I mean, I can also understand that because, like, they're serious. I get it. It's a small little thing that you could easily destroy. Exactly. Fragile. That's one of where the fear comes from. I mean, yeah, I could definitely mention, oh, the dream I had about Asian babies, definitely. But it's just more, I find them so fragile. I'm afraid to be near them because I'm afraid. I I'm used gonna to be like, that way too, man. I'm afraid I'm going to have like a unga bunga moment and accidentally be like, oh, I fell. And then suddenly there's ketchup under me. And I'm like, oh, I signed ketchup, guys. What the fuck? When uh, 
when my friend's uh, Gina, her daughter, she was four, we were playing tag, and I picked her up, and I was running with her. I tripped and fell, and we slid on the fucking ground for, like, two minutes, what it oh. seemed like. And then she got up. She goes, I'm good. You good? And I'm like, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> Damn. All right. Well. Kids are resilient. Like, you'll be surprised right. if you can survive. That's one fear. And this second one, I feel like a lot of people could argue about being rational or not. But to me, it's another fear of I'm never going to get over it. Penises. It's What? Penises. Yeah, penises. We're not talking penises, guys. Goddamn. Both figuratively and literally. Never. (laughs) Anyway. um... (laughs) Fuck. I can't think. Oh, crocodiles and alligators. That's still a very rational fear, though. I mean, the moon in Texas, we don't really have. This isn't Florida. They literally have crocodiles in East Texas. I'm not saying they don't. Weirdos who can sit there and just be like, yeah, I'm from Florida, and I literally just have it as a pet. And I just... have an alligator pet. To be fair, Florida's a different creature altogether, so Cayman, yeah. don't even try. Florida's yeah. just a bunch of cryptids that have uh, wigs on. We do have <laughs> alligator gar, though. We do. Yes. I tell you what, if I'm in a fucking pond and something swims on my leg, I'm out. Exactly. Something swims I mean, on you me. can even You can almost even say that's open water, but I mean... I mean, as long as you're not in, like, a big river or lake, you'd be fine. I mean, if you go to Lake Whitney, you can literally see the bottom of the fucking lake at, like... Those are kind of scary, too, though, because, like, then your mind's, like, if there is something in here, I'm gonna see it swimming towards me. (laughs) Well, at least you can Because I've been... We went to, like, uh, Lake Uvalde or something, like, not the one with the school got shot, but it was, like, super clear water where it was, like, ten feet down and you could see just the rocks, but it's also, like, man, there's, like, gotta be some creepy shit in here sometimes. Uh, also, random random side note, this might add to Connor's fear. However, there is a species of shark that can swim up rivers and was even found as far as Alton, Illinois. I did technically mention that there are sharks that can thrive in fresh water, so technically it was already there. But, uh, but however, to get to Connor, a shark would have to navigate several dams. Because yeah, one of them is his damn mother. Oh! <laughs> all of the rivers that go up through Texas are all dammed into the lakes. So. Hold on. That ain't even mad. That's fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's clever. <laughs> damn mother. I, you know, I, I have my moments. <laughs> yeah, Shout, out to my Shout out to my mother. I love you. Uh, I love you, Don, you, you sexy bitch. bitch. It just dawned on him to say that. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> anyway, he didn't text me back. Uh, she's busy as fuck. Like, there are times... I mean, I literally tried to call her to tell her, like, I've got a migraine, like, around five, and I just, you know, wanted to just ask her about something, and she didn't pick up, so I was like, all right, guess I'll suffer. I can't help but wonder what somebody's response would be if they asked you to go pick something up or something and be like, I didn't say I have a Ugraine, I have a migraine. <laughs> That's actually kind of cool. You passive-aggressive dickhole would be super loud now, and I hope it hurts. That is the first fucking thing you have said that I actually find funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pawn. Like that, I legitimately found yeah, that compared fun. to that shitty dawn joke you make all the goddamn time. Like that's pretty good. <laughs> and what I didn't, I didn't say anything about the crack of dawn. <laughs> okay, and this is my last one, and this has been just happening in dreams lately. Actually, before I get to that one, I 
Dalton mentioned the whole damn thing about the sharks. I legit had a dream when I was a kid. I remember it vividly that I was swimming out of this area where a shark was at that was coming straight for me. I got on this rock and I thought, okay, I'm safe now. Out of goddamn nowhere, the shark yeets itself out of the water and slams into me on the rock, and I'm just screeching like a fucking howler monkey being fisted by a knight. I'm just... Ah. <laughs> being fisted by a knight? Where's the link? That's quite a gauntlet. <laughs> My point being, the fucking thing is an asshole. But yeah, okay. Apparently it's in your asshole because it's fisting you. Final irrational fear, or rational, I don't know. These days, This has made me realize there's a lot of stuff. But anyway, it's losing, or I guess my friends hating me out of nowhere. And I know exactly where the origin started. And when I mention it, Dalton knows exactly what I'm talking about. Like, sixth grade, when you yes. pissed me the fuck off with your... It was a stupid joke, and you took it like a dildo with spikes! No, it wasn't a stupid joke. It was, you were complaining about your mom buying the wrong fucking video game, and my family was gonna lose their house, and I'm like, fuck you, Yeah. Son. Wait, what? I was pissed. Wait, that? No, I was talking about the time when I made a joke about you giving me your grades, and then you just straight up alienated me for no goddamn reason. I was talking about time that you definitely made that fucking one reference. You did that one thing. I was like, "Fuck you, bud." Huh? What the thing about Tifa? Oh, by the way, guys, top ten reasons why Tifa in Final Fantasy is better than Aerith as a waifu. Reason one: Tifa isn't fucking dead. Yeah, I'm gonna stop being friends with Connor. You know, I like the dead one. The dead one lets me do the anal stuff without a fight. Yep, Matt. Matt. Matt wants to do some Necronami noms. Necronomy nom 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 hey, nom. Speaking <laughs> of fun remember, dreams. Um, I remember when you alienated me about that. I don't remember the video game one, but considering how much of a bitch I was in sixth grade, I definitely can see it happening. Honor, so. yeah, I was so goddamn pissed at you. Connor, you're still a bitch. Like, yeah, you still are, but still. <laughs> Ow, cat, you bit me. Anyway. Yeah, you're like um, Connor a bitch, that's why he get it. <laughs> the cat's funny. God damn it. Cats um, that's all I got, but the reason I say I have it is that I've just been having dreams recently where just my friends are just becoming mega douches to me and I'm scared. Like, is something gonna happen? Is like Dalton and everyone gonna come out and one day and be like, yeah, we've been pitying you for literally 20 fucking years. Go yeah, absolutely. I mean, way to ruin your fucking surprise, bud. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, surprise. Fucking... Surprise. Surprise. Surprise, we hate your guts. We don't. We we had a whole bunch of balloons full of shit. We were gonna let simmer for twenty years. Yeah, surprise, Connor. You fucking ruined it. <laughs> All right, I'll leave the podcast. What the fuck? <laughs> okay, right. I'm back <laughs> from outer space. And you just right. left the podcast with a bunch of dumb looks upon our face. <laughs> Where do you go now, you fucking dweeb? What the? I moved oh, don't you let the podcast. <laughs> no, I moved you. You know, okay. Um, we've been talking about fears for quite a bit. Or when did we start the podcast? Like thirty minutes ago. Uh, we are at forty-six minutes and twenty-one seconds. Wow. Hey, damn. We need to move on to the next one. Uh, who wants to talk about serial killers? Yeah. Let's do it. Start. I will take. Um, I will take the reins on this because I am the connoisseur of the macabre. Um, I'm gonna bring up two. I was gonna talk about Jeffrey Dahmer because he's my favorite, but I feel he's a little too uh, mainstream in in that world. So I'm actually I got a little duo. They're not together, but they're both vampires in a sense. 
One is Peter Curtin. He was the vampire of Dusseldorf back in the fucking, like, 1880s. And, um... He, dude, he was just a super fucked up guy, man. He liked to stab people in the neck with fucking scissors and, like, drink their blood and shit, man. Um... He was... He ended up... When he got caught and he was put to the guillotine, and what I mainly remember from him is his fucking... His last like words were like do you think I could still hear after my head's chopped off because hearing the sound of my blood leaving my neck hole would be the pleasure to end all pleasures damn dude they have his head split open in the um Ripley's Believe It or Not museum I'm just saying. His head, it's, it's split in half and it's fucking mummified man so you could see inside of Peter Curtin's fucking cause he's got a little Hitler mustache and everything but he always wore a suit Ladies and, and just... gentlemen, this is a certified goddamn moment. Yeah, man, he yeah, was a super fucked up dude who loved to drink fucking blood. Like, he would drink it to the point where he would throw up because he's sick of it, but he still, like, has the boner blood, man. He would have, like, wear, like, bloody underwear. From, I don't know, he's, he's a fucked up... He's not a really nice man. I would imagine. We're talking about serial killers. Do you think we're talking about nice people? I don't think there's such a thing as a nice serial killer. Well, I'm I mean, sorry I'm doing it there, bud, but you know, I just one, gotta do it because I want to. There's one crybaby killer that, like, every time he killed, like, all of his 911 calls are like, I'm so sorry, nigga. I didn't mean to. I just, I don't know um, what's happening. Serial killer? That's me? Yeah, she was a serial killer. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, wait. How do you find my victims? Oh, wait. Well, well it's like ICP has oh. a song called, If I was a serial killer, I would cut and smoke all of their hair. Like, what? <laughs> smoke people's hair? <laughs> he doesn't even kill them. He just cuts their hair, smokes it in front of them. Alright, I gotta go. Bye. God dang. Yeah, so, I mean, that's kind of just a little little smidgen of uh, the vampire of Dusseldorf. And then my next one is more from the 70s in California. And he is uh, the vampire of Sacramento. And his name is Richard Chase. And he was a kind of a schizo-looking dude. Like, I've never heard of him, and then when I found out about him and just seeing his mugshot, he looks kind of like half of my fucking friends I would hang out with. So it really kind of stuck with me, because he was, like, kind of mentally fucked up, and he always thought he didn't have enough blood. So he would always, like, kill animals and just run around covered in blood. And, like, uh, he didn't think his dick worked right, so he tried to drink blood to make the blood go to his dick. Like, he was all fucked up, man. And all his parents did, instead of getting him help, was just pay for an apartment for him to live by himself. Damn. We gotta do something about our kid. He keeps killing animals, like, bathing in them. It's just fucking weird. Bro, like... in Sacramento. Yeah, and it did not work well for, like, six fucking people, man. Because, uh, one of the first ones, when he actually went in there... This is the one with the yogurt cup I was telling you about. Because I was, I was reading in it in the last book on the left, which is last podcast made a little book about like nine serial killers, and he's in one of them. But he fucking kills this woman, like stabs her like fucking 20 something times, splits open her fucking chest cavity, and then he goes in through her trash. He pulls out a used yogurt cup and he starts using that to fill up her fucking blood so he can fucking drink it. Which is honest, it's gross, but the grossest part is that you used to use the yogurt cup to me. Like, killing's bad, but, like, you're just icky. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, man. 
Memento Morons, where we don't judge the serial killers on the fucked up things they do. We judge you on your hygiene. Dude, he was not very hygienic, man. Not at all. He ended up killing... He killed um one uh, lady who was fucking pregnant. And, dude, he just got in and got out, and they never found the baby. Because he totally... He took that shit to a bath and just like, Ooh, bathed in baby's blood. Mm. Tresemme, hey, uh... tresemme, ooh la la. <laughs> hey, man. Just in case, maybe put a slight uh, warning. Just in case. Hey, just in case. Just in case was a uh, a little toy action figure from the cores little action packs back in the day. Oh, okay. <laughs> My just, point being, that's that's quite a bit. Just in yeah, case. man. So he's super fucked up, dude. Didn't think he had enough blood. And the only way he could get the blood was to kill people and fucking drink it and bathe in it. He ended up going. He got. I'm pretty sure he got fucking put down. But yeah, that was like in the fucking, uh, like the 70s in the middle of fucking California. I think, I think he sits in the classification of, yeah, he's not coming back, put him down, boys. Yeah, I mean, like I said, he was, he's just one of those, like, I don't even know if therapy or anything would have really helped it. It might have put it off for a bit, but someone that fucking far gone, like, they're just, they're destined for something bad. Yeah. Um, also, right. random fact, just in case, also happens to be a musical duo out of Texas. Huh. Alright. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I guess I'll move on to mine, which I've only got one, and technically I would almost say it falls into the category of vampire because that's his nickname he got. A Canadian one. Kennedy. But anyway, this gentleman got the nickname. He actually had two, but I'm going to more or less refer to him as his main one. The Vampire Rapist. And he apparently also got the nickname Strangler Bill, but... They weren't really, uh... I mean, stretching too far with that one. Like, hey, what is this guy that rapes and strangles? Like, ah, raper stranglist? I love you. Promotion, bud. His full name is Wayne Clifford Bowden, and he was active between 1969, noise, and 1971. He did not kill a whole lot of people, like, compared to numbers of others. He got four... But the reason he got the nickname of the Vampire Rapist was because his little trademark thing he would do is he would violently bite into the breast of all of his victims. And they were all women, just in case you were kidding. I mean, I, I bite titties too, but like... Dang. Yeah. So, but mainly to the point, most victims would end up mainly being... The first one was rape and strangled, I guess where the strangler part came in. Again, I'd more know him as guy who bites titty up just a little bit too hard, not guy who also We're gonna call him Fucky McChokey Stick, but that didn't... I don't <laughs> I mean, really. Here's the thing that I'm also curious about. This seems like another case where it's also a, hmm, where are the signs? Because, as far as it says, while he was in secondary school, he was reported as being quiet, but he was muscular, and he also played on the school senior football team. So, the first one, as I mentioned, was Shirley Audette in 69, where she was raped, strangled, bite marks on her boobies. And someone said they believed they hooked up with him because they were like, he was into a dangerous man, I guess. But never had a name. Okay, so I know where the strangler Bill comes from now. So, it turns out the second victim, uh, he lied and said his name was Bill. So, yeah. yeah. But anyway, so... They need to, like, stop giving serial killer names, like, cool monikers. They need to call them, like, fucking Tiny Dick Bill and stuff. It's exactly, like, insult them. Don't give them the benefit of the doubt. But anyway, 
Dick, so Dick Pill Bill. So Wayne went off with the girl, and then later another friend, an employer, and a landlady went to go find her. Uh, her pantyhose were torn. She was raped. Her bra was torn. Uh, bite marks on the boobies. And of course, they only identified bite marks on the boobies. <laughs> I'm talking about marks on the boobies. Bite marks on the boobies. But yeah. So as it turns out, that well. They knew him as Bill, but that's all they could do. The next one was in 1970, and well, just... oh, bite her boobs. Apparently, with this, her boobs are undamaged. What? Shit. All right, I'm done. Bye. You, you lost your motive, man. Come on. No, I'm just... <laughs> he just fucking. She, <laughs> she, was, she was probably a member of the itty bitty titty committee. Better than a member of the over-the-shoulder boulder holders. <laughs> so, man, it really doesn't say what it was. It just said she was dead. <laughs> Unless was they start big and he bit them down to where they were nothing. Yeah. Also, like, apparently after this death, finally people, you know, in fucking, you know, the city of Mo in Montreal finally went into, like, a brief fit of mass hysteria because of it, which I agree. You really should. I mean, honestly, like, even as much as I was... It's kind of weird to say I'm a fan of Richard Ramirez because he was such a—he's a terrifying figure. Yeah, but um, so then the final kill in Alberta because after the third one in the hysteria, he fucking skipped town. He killed a 33-year-old high school teacher, and guess what? He went back to farm. Titter boobies. But yeah, she, but yeah, she was raped, strangled, booby marks. And I guess finally out of this, they were able to finally get more evidence on him in general, like finally. Actually, it said, wow, after she was reported the next day, they found him. Huh. Good, fuck him. He was biting a boob. Funny thing is, <laughs> how did you know he was the guy? We just got the dentist. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, leaving your teeth marks is very incriminating evidence. That's yeah, all they got, Ted well. Bundy. So apparently he was sentenced to life imprisonment, obviously. He should have gotten the death penalty, but what do I know? I'm not a government man. And he was mainly, he confessed to the three of the murders, but one of them, I guess, he didn't, from what I see. The one that oh, didn't I... ha have the boat, uh, the boob bite marks, probably. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's also certain killers will have once they don't acknowledge. Like Richard Ramirez first, kill is technically like a nine-year-old girl that he's like i didn't do that no that wasn't me but like you fucking totally did you piece of shit quit on yeah um it turns out actually that in 1977 during prison he actually made an escape attempt where he got out of the bathroom window but then he was captured several days later at a bar damn where'd he get the it's money? like when ted bundy got out fucking twice like you mean you mean old theodore's out again i'm staying home <laughs> To be fair, I feel like he legitimately should have gotten the death penalty. Fuck this guy. Like, fuck most, fuck all serial killers. But point being, he did end up dying, but he died from what I think I would die of. Skin cancer. Yeah. So, yeah, that ends the vampire rapist. May he burn in hell. Being raped by a... Uh, I can't help but wonder, rapist. does Canada even have the death penalty? I don't know. I can look that up real quick while... Here, you talk about your serial killer or Dalton, and I'll go look it up real quick. Yo, did you say serial killer or silly killer? Because I heard silly killer. <laughs> he said silly killer. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, don't be so silly. 
So, Dalton, do you want to take yours, or... Yo, so I got this. Mine's a Swedish guy. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. His name is Gustav Hollum. Nice, nice. He killed over a thousand babies. Oh. Those are rookie numbers, man. What? <laughs> so, he was in charge of a, uh, a place where, you know, people who could not afford to have kids went... Hey, we should play this for the Roe v. Wade stuff. But anyway... Um, oh, God! <laughs> but yeah, no, so, he, like, these people couldn't afford kids, or they didn't want them, so they gave them up for adoption and stuff, so they sent these kids to this farm, this little island that they had, and as soon as the people would leave after they brought, like, several of the kids, they just kill them in grisly-ass ways. And even the fucking news reports that I... I haven't been able to find out how he killed any of them, really, because it says it's too ghastly. Because it talks about how the dude was a butcher and he butchered some of them, and that's what was his, his name. Like, his name is Gustav uh, Holman, H O L M E N. It's him and his wife, who apparently were like basically it says Swedish fiends butcher babies, and that's all I have found about it is that the fact that they killed over a thousand babies and only thirteen of them survived. Oh, uh. kill a baby and the baby survives being killed. Out of out of the thousands that they killed, only thirteen did not get. You know, they didn't kill thirteen of them. Wait, how were they killed again? I'm sorry. In that several is... different ways that it doesn't I mean, really. Because it was there, dude, they're just like any and every way at that point. Yeah, like they were. They at first they were drowning. Drowning, dismembering, fucking strangling, smothering. Like the queens, apparently, like it's too ghastly to mention, but other countries, like, what the fuck did he do? I want to know. Impaling. Americans, tell us. I want to know. Um, incinerating. Sweetie, you let women get raped every year. Just tell us what the fuck's going on. Yeah, right. Sorry. And it was, honestly, I would really like to know more about it. Oh. It was Mrs. Gustav. Oh, the yeah. woman did it? It was a woman who did it. Oh, God. That's it. We need to bring back feminist laws. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> Take away their right to vote because of this one fucking lady. <laughs> And, and there's, there's not a whole lot known on her. Like, everyone who's been trying to find information doesn't have a lot of stuff. And all I... Here's this one. But basically, they'd get paid to take these babies in, and they just fucking kill the babies. So, postnatal abortions, I guess, at this day and age? I don't fucking know. Well, actually... I like you that get Cannibal Corpse time. song. You can actually get <laughs> less time in jail for killing your newborn baby than you can an unborn baby. I yeah. would just say throw the fucking book at him regardless, but that's just me. Yeah, oh, but even oh. then, man, like, just because you might get a less sentence doesn't mean you're going to make it out. Nope. Because oh. even when uh, when Vincent was first born, there was a couple times I had to just put him down and walk outside. Because I was like, I'm going to end up in the fucking news, man. It was insane, the things that go through your brains when you got that irrational fear of holding a small, infinite thing that, like, won't shut the fuck up. You're just like, like I can get it all right now. See, like, even last... then, I'm smarter than that, and I didn't. And then a couple months down the road, what happened? Someone right down the road from us ended up killing their baby. And Jesus you just Christ. look at them with hate. It's fu it's terrible, man. They don't fucking deserve that shit. And look at you. You got the you got the best fucking kid in the world. Good on you, bud. Wait, I have but, a kid. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm. But um. Might... <laughs> but um. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, if I might interject for a moment, uh, it apparently said that, uh, the death penalty for Canada 
was abolished in January 1963, and then a de jure, whatever the fuck that means, was in September 1999, because military executions would still try to happen, or at least wanted to happen, by firing squad, but they didn't have one since then, so yeah, at this point, no cap, no death penalty in Canada, I kind of wish there was. Honestly, firing squad is the most humane way to end a human life. Unless, of course, you do it my way, but that's another story. No, another there's, you're trying to torture fucking people. I'm talking about how Russia and Japanese execute people. They take you right out back, shoot you in the back of the ear, boom, you're done, that's it. Or just, heck, even look at Valkyrie during the final scene of the movie. They just shot him up, that's it. Long live done. sacred Germany! <laughs> That's still a good movie. I love that movie, dude. Long live Tom Cruise's Sinner Tooth. <laughs> Long live the Sinner Tooth. All <laughs> hail the Sinner Tooth. Based off of his Sinner Tooth. My mom was watching Top Gun earlier and he smiled and I was like, God damn it, that fucking tooth. <laughs> All hail the almighty Sinner Tooth of Tommy t uh, Tiny Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tiny Tommy Timmy <laughs> Tiny Cruise. <laughs> hey, Ben, what's your serial killer, bud? Well, All right. <clears throat> Yeah, Connor, go ahead. Did you have something? No, I was going to say, go on. Your turn. Okay, so I cannot begin to compare with uh, fucking uh, with fucking uh, mainstays of this of this subject, like fucking Matt and whatnot, because... Yeah. I'm surprised mine was as short as it was. <laughs> well, dude, I know that you... Because I'm getting into serial killers... But I know you have got me beat. Like you're you're the Encyclopedia Britannica of macabre shit. Ben, oh, I yeah. literally woke up in his house one day at three o'clock watching him watch serial serial killer stuff, and I was like, Matt, what are you doing? He's like, Exactly. What? And I know, dude, in middle school, I found for five bucks at Walmart they had a fucking three disc serial killer thing for five bucks, and I was like, Yes. And like even at work, I know this motherfucker still listens to Sword and Scale. <laughs> I actually signed up for Sword and Scale Plus so I can hear his bonus stuff. So five dollars a month, and I can hear all the bonus fucking episodes, which are fucking vile. Hell yeah, I got it. I got it. I don't know. It's living vicariously through it and trying to differentiate how people's minds work and what sets them off is like so intriguing. Right? That's like, that's why, what I'm why true crime now. That actually explains why I started watching stuff about serial killers. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of which, uh, Connor, JCS Criminal Psychology. Look it up. You will not regret it. Uh, but anyhow, I figured I would take a different spin on this. I've got two. I've got two things. One was an almost serial killer, but is one that you that everybody would probably root for, including myself. Believe it or not. Uh, yeah, Min Bane like serial killers. Taking note. No, no I'm kidding. Well, no. This individual goes by the name of Stephen Marshall. He was born on the 9th of August, 1985, in Fort Worth, Texas. Moved with his family to Cape Brenton, Nova Scotia. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> um, with his, um, when he was a child. However, his his parents divorced in 96. And in 99, he moved back down to the U.S. in Idaho. And then Idaho? later... <laughs> and then later went... Uh, and then later went to live in Maine while his father lived in Arizona. Yeah, I just typed in the whole... I was trying to type in Stephen Marshall, but with the V, it's a whole bunch of other people. But the moment you type in PH, it's like, Stephen Marshall, murderer. Hey, Ben, I have a 
don't think we have to talk about this anymore. This is starting to hit in a weird way. <laughs> well, here's the funny thing. Here's the funny thing. This guy hits almost every fucking thing for every one of us except for me. Uh, Marshall moved back to his mother's home in Cape Breton uh, during the summer of 2003. He attempted to enlist in the army, but was rejected because of his asthma. <laughs> so there's Matt and there's Dalton for you. Uh, hey, I don't have asthma. <laughs> no, you enlisted in the army and Dalton has asthma. But anyhow, this guy is known as the sex offender killer. Wait, I'm not a killer. <laughs> yeah. Out of 34 sex... Uh, now, bear in mind, this all happened in uh, the state of Maine. Out of 34 sex offenders listed on the Maine registry, Marshall took down the information of 29 of them. And began his tr his main trip with a visit oh, to his father. Oh, so he father. was taking out sex offenders. Yes, and Are he you was. Was the guy in Longview, Texas, or is this a different dude altogether? Different dude altogether. Um, there was a guy that did that in Longview, Texas, Steve. But see, what the fuck, Matt? <laughs> oh yeah, I found it. I found a blow up doll of the fucking wasp. <laughs> what the fuck? Thanks, Matt. I hate it. <laughs> An inflatable fuck doll of a woman wasp. It's great. Remember, if your sex doll starts leaking, she's not broke. She's just full. But wow. anyhow, he began his he began his uh, attempted you know tour of debauchery uh, with his main trip with a visit to his uh, to his father who was living in Holton, Maine. Um, for some reason, like he meant they mentioned freaking Arizona, but now it's Maine. Oh wait, no, he went to live in Arizona and then later Maine. My fault. Um, his car had broken down during the drive, so he bothered his father's truck. He, yeah, he borrowed his father's truck and took uh, his dad's 45. Shot and killed a 57-year-old named Joseph Gray and a 24-year-old named William Elliott uh, in two separate towns. And sh Hold on. Uh, he killed and shot uh, Joseph Gray while he was sleeping in his living room. His wife woke up to their dogs barking, and Gray had fallen asleep watching forensic files prior to his killing. Um, I mean, not to advocate for the pedophiles, but not every case is just people preying on small children. A lot of them can also be, like, just, like, a couple that started in, like, fucking high school, you know, and they're just kind of, you know. We'll see about that. A lot of the times, it actually talks about what the crime is. Yeah, I mean, it, it has to. It's it's public knowledge, especially if you're a registered sex offender. You have to. Especially yeah. considering um, that this 57-year-old was convicted of sexual assault of a child under 14. Yeah, yeah I'm not that. saying that guy wasn't... I'm just saying, man, if you just start... Because I have some friends that... Like, one, uh, one of my friends almost was on that just because he was, like... He was dating some chick when she was, like, 15 and he was 17... And then once he got 18, her parents turned him in. Oh, one of those situations. Well, they, it's, it's, there's, there's just, you know... Thankfully, there's laws against To play that. the devil's advocate on pedophilia. <laughs> well, if they were in Texas, then they would be able to fight with the Romeo and Juliet clause. Well, regardless what you want to call it, her parents were upset. <laughs> yeah. I'd but, imagine. But I was actually afraid at the time when I was dating Samantha and I turned 18. Thankfully, her parents still liked me as a person. 
but you know, actually they still do. They every time they see me, they still come and hug me, which is weird. But anyway, yeah, no, I was I was afraid that that would happen. So I found every legal precedent that would make it where that couldn't happen. And since we had a relationship prior, blah blah blah, we're less than three years apart, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it doesn't always happen because sometimes you can have a shit lawyer and they can have a really good lawyer and you're fucked. Yep. It's all fucking game of money at that point. But... I got a few people that we could talk about with that, but I don't want to name them on here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and also, oh, at uh, 8, 8 in the morning, Marshall arrived at Elliot's mobile home and knocked on his door. As soon as he answered, just shot him several times, just deadpan right there. Bang, 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 bang. And Elliot's girlfriend took a picture of the license plate as he, uh, before the guy managed to up and leave. Don't you be like one of those upskirt, like, TMZ fucking titty slip fucking pics of him? Like, ah, get the camera out of my face! Yeah. He, he ditched a truck and then boarded a bus. Had with him, uh, he had with him a, you know, the 45 pistol and a laptop that had all the information of the of the uh, other 29 people or well in this case 27 people that he was going to pay a visit to um but the police stopped the bus that he was on board rather than face it he committed suicide by shooting himself in the head right in the seat what a pussy wow what a <laughs> just about to say what a fucking bitch <laughs> so oh, you're gonna be a I, mean, I, I get it but like at least fucking own your shit. That's that's why I have respect for Jeffrey Dahmer. The moment he was caught, he's like, honestly, thank you. I would not have stopped myself. And he owned everything. He fucking told everybody everything. Like, he owned his shit. I mean, which is more than with this I mean, I'm glad you're taking sickos out, but like, there's already that fucking one prisoner who's got like another, another another life sentence for killing like sex offenders that are in jail. Yeah, I, I just find it kind of hilarious how the guy was born in Texas, moved to Canada, and then had a father that moved to Arizona after they split and everything. And I'm just like, there are so many fucking parallels. <laughs> yeah, I was looking them up, and now I found this neat little website called Murderpedia. <laughs> I need to look into that. List is it complete? You can help by expanding it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> His name is Stephen A. Dickhole. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, Texas, there's us. Canada, there's Connor. Army, there's Matt. Asthma, Asthma there's, there's Dalton. Dalton. <laughs> That's not even his trait. It's just like, it's like newer to him. So like, small penis, there's Ben. There's Ben again. <laughs> Pedophilia, there's Connor again. I, speaking of which, there's another, there's another thing. It's not necessarily serial killer oriented. But it is a wrongful. It is a uh, a wrongful conviction that took way too fucking long to solve, and is actually, from what I can see, a, a cold case file still. Oh, neat. I direct you, gentlemen, to the country of New Zealand, where the Bain family murders took place. You killed your own family. You <laughs> on your own podcast. I know, Six right? Balls, bro. Damn. Ladies and gentlemen, we fucking got him. Because <laughs> he's afraid of bees, so his name's Benjamin Ain. Yeah. Uh, this, this honestly, I, I ran across this on Coffee House Crime, admittedly, and. 
the fucking name got me, so I was like, okay, I'm listening to this shit, but now I'm looking I mean, yeah, if I was scrolling across something that said the Bundia murders, like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I don't recall this. So I wasn't a part of this yet. So, basically, we had... Uh, every death was was done with a twenty two rifle gunshot. That's it was scary. Yeah. Twenty two is twenty because a twenty two will just bounce around inside of you. Mm-hmm. And it'll just turn you like it's it's still super lethal, just takes extra long because you're just bleeding internally. That's fucking terrifying. Yep. Let's see, we got Robin and Margaret Bain and three of their four children, Arawa, Lanyet, and Steven. In Dunedin, uh, Dunedin, New Zealand. And Steven! Steven Universe. Callback. <laughs> Why did the crystal murder? So, this happened on the 20th of June, 1994, and the only suspects for the case were the last remaining Banes, David Cullen Bain and Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Robin Bain, the father. David Bain, who was 22, was charged with five counts of murder on, in 1995. He was convicted on each of the five counts and sentenced to mandatory life imprisonment with a minimum non-parole period of 16 years. Uh, his case was... Uh, and essentially, what happened was a shit ton of fucking appeals where they later, they later fucking realized that this guy was wrongfully tried, or, you know, wrongfully charged. And it's although, still, I mean, usually if a family's murdered, it's, the first suspect's always the other family member. It is the uh, essentially he had an an alibi because well here's the thing, David Bain, the one that they fucking convicted, was the one that made the nine one one call, and this isn't like that two thorn rose bitch, uh, where she was caught on freaking camera. You know, bad mouthing her boyfriend as she stabbed him repeatedly. Um, oh yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. He, no, he called. Uh, he called the cops and everything in a sheer fucking panic and all that. And I think he had an alibi for where he was previously. But this was, and honestly, the fucking most expensive case, or the the most expensive trial case, or uh, trial proceeding. To come across New Zealand, uh, the total cost to the taxpayer in the Bain case was nearly seven million dollars. The 2009 retrial cost more than four million, making it yeah, making it the most expensive trial in New Zealand history. Jesus, man! And he uh, he actually got a settlement for um, uh, f- for his time in uh, for his time in the fucking in the fucking prison. Well, because he was wrongfully tried. Oh. Who the fuck what, man? So many people get wrongfully tried and put in prison and then just get sent the fuck out and like, oh, our bad. Yeah, this this time he actually he actually got an appeal and he was done right. He got just under a million dollars US. See, and what if that motherfucker sit, sit out there and he's like, fucking got away with it. <laughs> I don't know. All I could think of immediately was just... <laughs> They release them, and instead of anything meaningful, they just say, so, um, yeah, that's our bad. We're sorry. RB, we, uh, you know, RB, we have the meats. (laughs) Yeah. Still be friends? Let's see. Oh, yeah, it's a, they made an ex gratia payment to Bane of $925,000. So, yeah, that was the, that was the settlement. 
pretty crazy, man. I am so down for doing more true crime and serial killer shit, though, because, like... Yeah, it's fun. There's so many out there, man. Like, I, we haven't even got to, like, fucking... Uh, Andrew... Andre Chikatilo? Mm-hmm. Ooh, he's a fucking... He's a scary son of a bitch, well, let's just... Wait, wait, are we talking about the crazy dude, or... Yeah, the yeah, crazy yeah, dude from Russia, who isn't, like... Like, killed a fuck ton of people? Yes. He literally found out he could only get erections through fucking making people bleed. Yeah, I remember hearing, like, during the court hearing, like, as he was being escorted out, Straight up, some dude in the audience, like, straight charged him, ready to fucking murder him. That's why they had him behind that little glass plate, man. Yeah, and, like, he somebody... He all of his hair, and he just, he would pull his dick out and be like, Look at this useless thing, I can't do anything with it. Well, I mean, to be fair, if you realize that this man was responsible for the death of your family, you wouldn't be just the slightest bit pissed off? I mean, oh, like, every, dude, it's, he's fucking terrifying, man. <clears throat> oh, hey, Dalton, you missed it. Uh, ben admitted to murder. Yeah, Ben murdered his family. <laughs> it's about time. <laughs> yeah, Hell yeah. Shit. Dad Hell yeah. Oh, God. Son of the year kills his dad. Hell yeah, that's patricide. Go for it, bud. <laughs> the word for it. Anyway, family um... side. Well, family side is killing your family. Patricide's killing your dad. Patricide's killing your mom. Patricide's yeah, um... killing your kid. Yeah. Patricide's killing insects. Eating the booty meat. Um, hey, girl, let's just put the you and I on suicide, baby. I was going to say anal side is where you eat her ass. Shit, I'm going to turn this podcast off real quick and go eat my wife's ass. Devin, get your ass in. I'm going to eat it. I'm about to give you a... I was really hoping we would have just heard in the background somewhere, just Devin. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> just acknowledging like, be okay. Like, be like, it's okay, Devin. Your husband just wants to give you a dingleberry didgeridoo. You just hear Matt's just... <laughs> I just call and all you hear is just the sound of just violent smacking. Just There is only two things I will ever gas myself up, up for. Taco That's Bell? Halo. That is Talking Halo. About Talking about this. And my voice. Um, mine is the ability to literally kill people with my me-eating brisket. <laughs> I thought you were about to mention your fucking death ray you want to make. <laughs> Matt, I thought he was going to say mine, and I just thought of Wonder Boy. With mind bullets! That's telekinesis, Kyle! I, just... I, I think it's funny I when I said I bullets earlier, and Carter's like, they make those? <laughs> I, yeah. I just give myself props for learning a lot of things the hard way by myself, and shit. Um... So, how long have we been going? Do we have enough time for the final bit? We got time for the final bit. We're at an hour, 22 minutes, and 44 seconds. Okay. Um. So, the final bit is best and worst franchises. This is going to be slightly, you know, a little more wholesome to talk about in, you know, most regards. But anyway, um. so in this, it's generally speaking, basically any franchise we want to talk about. So, <laughs> we'll go ahead and let Ben... Take the ring. The Manson fram- family franchise. <laughs> okay, Ben, you've lost speaking privileges. Uh, ben, Dalton? Ben's not done. <laughs> yeah. I just figured... Dare you. I just figured I'd fucking... I'd make the Manson family murders into a franchise. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoy how Connor's, like, being a dick on fucking Canada Day. 
Right? He's allowed to. It's his day. Once we have asthma day on May 3rd next year, you can have your little bitchy fit too. I'm I have a bitchy fit every time I speak. I didn't know if Ben was being serious or not. I thought he was just making a joke. <laughs> I think he was doing both. He was I, seriously making a joke. I was making this a bitchy doesn't rhyme with Dalty. <laughs> <laughs> But all right, Ben, are you being serious about this? Because if you are, take the floor. It's yours. Nah, uh, with with the Manson family shit, no. Uh, I just figured I'd... Don't take the floor. We need it to stand on. You don't look I'm not that fucking fat, motherfucker. Uh, anyways. Your ass is. Maybe, but it's okay. Um, Jasmine's not that big. <laughs> no, um... Honestly, with regards to franchises, I keep going to... I keep going to multimedia, you know, just in my fucking head. Okay. And with regards to that, honestly, the first thing that pops in my mind is fucking Cloverfield. I mean, I love Cloverfield, but how are you fucking nerds of all people not immediately thinking Star Wars and Lord of the fucking Rings? Well, oh, no, I'm thinking of Star Wars, Wars, and that's what I was going to bring up. Well, see, I, I love Star Wars. Don't get me fucking wrong. I love Cloverfield too, but like Lord of the Rings is way better. <laughs> yeah. Now, thank you. I'll say I'll say this. One simply does not. <laughs> well, okay, okay. I think the problem with me is I have too many to fucking choose from because I like fantasy, so obviously, you know, fucking Lord of the Rings. I love science fiction, horror shit, so Cloverfield. And of course Star Wars goes into that as well, although it's more of a sci fi fantasy thing. Yeah, we'll have to have our Star Wars deep dive with everybody that isn't everybody. Who the fuck does If you don't like Star Wars, you're a terrible person. Right. Like, I, I'll, I'll admit, the, the fucking... The sequel movies? Worst ever, but I still love Star Wars. Which one? <laughs> Which sequel? The, oh, okay. Well, I guess technically... The last three. The, uh, they're fine. They're fine. Uh-uh. They're to cool. be fair, every, a lot of people hated the prequels when they first came out, too. Those uh, are great too. Last time I rewatched them, they were fucking. Yeah, I'm like, why yeah, is everyone hating on these? I was I okay with it. I was okay with the prequels. Fuck hates on those. Yeah. Also, when we watched the prequels, we were also children. I was seven when the first one came out. Bro, I, yeah, we just rewatched it uh, when we were living in the fucking hotel. Yeah. And I was, you know, it got to the scene where freaking like Darth Maul. That's my fucking boy. Darth Maul literally falls into the category of Boba Fett. Was on screen for a little bit, but gained way too much popularity from it. I want to sword fight Ray Park so goddamn bad. The guy who plays Darth Maul. I want to sword fight him so bad. You just want to rub dicks? So cool, I get it. I would too. Yeah, exactly. No, like, he's got a double-sided dick. <laughs> watching sword fights in Star Wars pisses me off. Like, I, I know it's fantasy, and I know, you know, like, George Lucas is like, oh, it's light blades, you get to twirl them, but... Like, as a sword fighter myself, like, watching them pisses me off. Because there's, like, 18 different times that Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon could have just straight up killed Darth Maul at the very beginning of their fight. Because there's, yeah, I mean, real sword. You gotta have flash to it, man. Unless you have one of those movies, like, The Duelist or something, where it's, like, legit, where all the sword plays in in the small box, where you're trying to attack and not do all this. Because even if you start watching... Like, uh, people fighting in movies or something, they're doing a lot of this, like, hand-flailing movements where it's like, all this is expended energy where you need to just be in your small box and take them down. Mm. Actually, I do remember dear old Sir Christopher Lee, God rest his soul, 
Um, he actually had a whole video talking about just the art of, like, sword fighting, at least when it came to, like, you know, in movies and stuff. Yeah. It was a very interesting listen. I mean, I mean, to be fair, I'd listen to him any day if I could hear it. I mean, You're going to have to, like, send me that or I'm going to have to find it because I, I really kind of want to listen to that. Because he was an actual sword fighter. He was a fencer. Yes, and that's why his fighting style in Star Wars was fencing. Yes, he, he was fencing and we're just offensive. Apparently, ah. yeah. We're offensing. But anyway, um, yeah. Um, I think you just need to look for Sir Christopher Lee's sword fighting, and that's it. Yeah. A short bit, but he talks about... He also talks about how in one of the movies he was in, man had to wear high heels for a sword fighting. God damn. Men used to wear high heels. Incidentally, oh. high heels are more designed for men than they are women. In fact, so are skirts. He actually did say back then... Oh, it's not a skirt, it's a kilt. Yeah. But I think my favorite thing, and this goes to Lord of the Rings, I promise, I promise, is the clip where it shows the deleted scene of Grima Wormtongue stabbing, you know, Saruman. And at first, fucking Peter Jackson was like, okay, he's going to stab you and you're going to scream. And legit just, Sir Christopher Lee's like, that is not what happens when you stab someone. And he tells him the exact reaction. And I love just Peter Jackson being like, I didn't ask any other questions. I just said, okay, you know what to do. Well, I left it at that. I ain't going to ask him. Well, because fucking Christopher Lee was in the SAS. He knows how people sound whenever they get stabbed. Speaking well, of stabbing, this kind of calls back to the serial killer thing, but Ed Kemper, uh, I have him painted on my wall, but I also have a quote up there next to him because he was like, uh, he's talking about his first murder where he stabbed these two girls. He's like, man, I've seen it in all the movies, man. You stab them, and they're supposed to fall down. You're supposed to stab them, and they fall down, and they go, oh. But it doesn't work like that. When you stab someone, they leak to death. Mm-hmm. So instead, you know, you, like, you get these movies, like, oh, stab, he's done. Like, no, there, there's going to be, like, four or five minutes of them bleeding the fuck out, losing their life. Yep. Like, Qui-Gon getting stabbed in the stomach and then dying, like, almost instantly afterwards. Maybe y'all yep. can help me with this, because, you know, you cut light, lightsaber cuts through something, there's no blood, it's going to cauterize the wound. But, They're whenever to... they go into the cantina, like, he doesn't like you, I don't like you, and they cut his arm off, there's blood there from a fucking lightsaber, why does that one have blood, but none wasn't of the other just, ones do? Wasn't that just about, Don, wasn't that just about censorship? It was originally designed in the in the original series. It wasn't designed to carterize like it is does later. It's like the whole Luke Skywalker not knowing his dad, and like you know, you know, Anakin Skywalker and Vader seemingly being different people in the original Star Wars is because of you know originally they weren't originally the lightsaber wouldn't actually cause the carterization. So legit, at some point he just said, "Yeah, let's change it." So yeah, basically, in the in the next one, he made it where it did. He doesn't okay, like you. Understandable. I don't, I don't like you. It, it's it's more of an oversight at the time, and it's more of just because it was originally meant to be a one-off movie. So that's why we're putting it on the worst franchises. Come at us, motherfuckers! Fuck Star Wars. Well, yeah, I can cause... talk about Star Wars literally all day, but the one thing about it is he wrote everything from the Phantom Menace all the way up to like at the time, you know, like to Return of the Jedi, which is we've been to the Jedi for a while. But oh. he wrote all of that originally. Like he had the Clone Wars and Obi Wan and Anakin, you know, them, and then like later and stuff. And he just decided to go in the middle just to see if people would like it. I just like so, how I just like how they named it Blue Harvest at the fucking box office just because nobody liked. I don't know when they were filming it, so because if you were bigger names, or, film, 
yeah. they wouldn't they would make you pay more since and they were just like, Oh, Blue Harvest. Yeah. That's a cool little like fucking side name for it. Dude, honestly, I can sit there and talk about everything Star Wars when they were making it because I literally wrote um like in high school over and over again, we talked about, uh, we did biographies, and I just rewrote one over George Lucas every year, and I learned more and more stuff every time I, to the I, point I, that I knew everything about George Lucas. I retook English one four years, <laughs> and I just kept reusing my fucking biography from Adam Sandler for all four years. No I, wonder you fucking I didn't change it or anything. I just, like, put a new cover on it, and she's like, okay, fine. Did you at least pass that one? Like, with, like, a 70. <laughs> Sandler has a small penis. I don't like Adam Sandler anymore. Like, all of his movies are just the worst franchises now. Like, everything he does pisses me off. But what's the last one? Because, like, uh, Uncut Gems was a fucking solid movie, man. And apparently he has another one. Because there's more serious roles than, like, the later Netflix ones. They're legit solid movies. Oh, now I remember why Dalton doesn't like him because of that one Netflix show. What was it? Shampoo's better. No, asthma's better. There's that one where, like, he had a bunch of Native Americans on the set with him, and he was just making the most, like, offensive-ass jokes to the point that they were all like, dude, this is too much for us. So they all literally just left. Uh, Like, he was had some of the names were, like, Squats Win Peas and shit like that and everything, (laughs) and they were just like... You don't know Squats Win Peas? Yeah, that dude uh, runs the fucking liquor store. But yeah, no, it was basically just he. They just he was so offensive, and they just fucking left. Honestly, he's know. not even that offensive. If you don't know, know, like Louis C.K. or Anthony Jesselnick, or... yeah, even fucking Gilbert Godfrey. Like honestly, I've just been watching a lot of Jeff Ross and like roast stuff. So like, all I hear is bad but fucking jokes. Indian is Chief Wanahakalugi. I mean, hell, uh, even the likes of George Carlin. If you want to go the comedian side. I just realized that Norm Macdonald was actually a Canadian. Hell yeah! He was from hell yeah, Quebec, hell yeah, brother. Canada. Which makes it even funnier, because on one episode of Fairly Odd Parents, where he's the genie whatever, he was straight up just like, and now I'm off to bomb Canada. They've had it too good for too long. <laughs> God dang. <laughs> yeah. Dude, like, just some of the shit that he would say, like, he would just fucking piss people off. Or he would just make people, like, upset and shit, just... Just because he wanted to. Like a Saturday Night Live bullying, man. That's Norm McDonald is sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say that's that's the kind of shit that's needed these days, honestly. Norm McDonald Sorry. Oh, I was gonna say he was on one of those Comedy Central roasts and he was just reading a newspaper the whole fucking time. And then whenever he got up to do his little bit, like dude, it was like these super lame jokes that you could tell were funny just because he thought they were funny, but they weren't landing. But everyone was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" It was the Bob Saget <laughs> one, I believe. He's like, I don't know. He, he made some joke about him having a dog face, and no one got it. He's like, "Do you get it? Because you got a dog face. You have the face of a dog." <laughs> like, okay, it's it's, it's the delivery that he has, like yeah, kind yeah. of a kind I'm of a deadpan delivery. Yes. Yeah. Well, like, some of the stuff I was watching, uh, he had, like, these newscasts where he had this one guy, and he kept saying, because he found out the guy was half Jewish, but he kept telling everybody that he did, he was a Holocaust denier. Oh, like, God. He's a Holocaust denier, but he's Jewish. I will not eat another bite until Margaret Thatcher is dead and buried. Margaret Thatcher's been dead for years, proceeds to eat. <laughs> I think my favorite 
Norm Macdonald moment is in Billy Madison when he's just spraying that kid with the water hose. And you're like, what are you doing, mister? Like, like that's will always be funny to me. <laughs> I feel like that was just him just improving it. Just being yeah, like, oh, hey, just do what you would do. Fucking B-roll from him just spraying a child. Just being a dick. Like, Man, I really want to watch this Duelist movie, uh, though. So... I will say real quick for a last thing on franchise to go back to Star Wars for a moment. I think a lot of people would definitely argue that Star Wars is a best or worst franchise because I've also noticed something and you can definitely quote me on it. I think Star Wars has one of the most toxic fan bases ever. No. Yeah, no. I mean they there are there's toxic fans in every Yeah, but how many times have the actors literally been bullied just for doing their fucking job? The kid actor for Anakin has a shit life now. The kid okay, actor. Okay, well, one of them actually fucking hates it and ruins someone's fucking badass Lego fucking Millennium Falcon he made and had There's his fucking childhood hero destroy it. Hold on, of... hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah, that that is taken out of context completely. That guy stalks Harrison Ford. He does. Yeah, that dude will follow. Has followed Harrison Ford to like every fucking thing that Harrison Ford's done and asks him fucking off-the-wall stupid-ass Star Wars questions that Harrison Ford doesn't have the time or care to understand. Like, he was like, so the original, like, lightsaber was made from, like, a, uh, what was it called? A, like, lights, a camera or something like that. Do you know what the other ones are made out of? And he's like, dude, kid, I don't know. But the kid has followed him for, like, ten years straight. And then he was like, and so then the fucking news, like, the guys that he was with, uh, whatever the fuck, whoever the show host was was like hey let's bring this guy out and then that, he was just fucking fed up with it so honestly like Harrison Ford is a dick but I can understand him being a dick to that guy <laughs> he's still a dick god dang fucking shows anyway. do that man there was one where I, this woman had a fucking restraining order against her ex-husband or whatever and she was on a show and they're like oh well we, we actually have an old boyfriend and he tried to propose to her on national television and you could just see her like trying to just get out of there because like bro like she this is guy's gonna fucking kill her y'all are fucking nuts he just kind of forced his way in there like how do you even do that <laughs> god dang <sighs> freaking toxic yep toxic fan base that's pretty much every that's pretty much every franchise though Rick and Morty is just very fucking toxic too oh god yes I think the reason with Rick and Morty is because People think they're smarter than you when they watch it. That's yeah, that one pisses me off. I also hate Rick and Morty, the fan base. I'm a genius level intellect person, and these people are fucking idiots. And I'm like, shut up. You have to be smart to watch Rick and Morty. No, no, you fucking don't. You don't have. Yeah, to no. Be. Matt Fred watches it, and he understands it fine. Oh fuck yeah. you. <laughs> I make fun of Matt, but okay. I like the colors. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, like every every freaking everything imaginable. If there is a group of fans around it, guaranteed there's a fucking toxic fan base. What you're saying is people are just toxic. Yeah, people are toxic. What what do you think are some wholesome fan bases? Because I can think of one right off the bat, and that's the Deer Hunter fans. Yeah, Deer Hunter fans are very nice everyone's super like helpful and like no one's attacking people for like oh you you don't like that you're not a real fan like that's that's the one group 
that I've been in where it's like, you guys are like legit nice people. I've got a fandom I can mention real quick. Go sure. for it. Um, I'm going to go with the MMORPG Final Fantasy fourteen. I'm not doing the joke for it. But as I've mentioned before, I came from World of Warcraft. Shit can get pretty fucking toxic, bro. Like, for real. You can have an opinion and someone will just come out of nowhere to find you and fucking smack your dick in and snap your neck just for saying, well, I think this guy has the right idea. How dare you think in that game? With Lindsay's fucking FC group. Oh, God, don't even get me They're, like, the most toxic fucking people in the entire world. Ben, you can censor this to save shit, or I don't care, whatever. I'm not censoring this one. Fuck no. Good, because, honestly, like, they just treat each other like absolute fucking horseshit, and they're, like, they're the worst fucking people. Now, this is just a small group compared to the larger fan base, but there still are fairly toxic people within Final Fantasy XIV. Well, it's, like, we... majority of it. There are times where I've been blown away just by how nice people can be. No, just... bronies are terribly toxic. Shit. <laughs> Which? Yeah, Ben, Brony. you need to stop being toxic, okay? I'm not a fucking brony, brony, bud. Nah, I've seen I've seen your folder of all those pictures. Don't boo me. I will say that the you. little pony Fudinari porn is less gay than the actual show. <laughs> Which is fair. I guess. So at least you're just trying to, you know, put some titties and dicks <laughs> on stuff so you can come instead of, like, learning about friendship. That's fucking gay. Yeah, who needs fucking friends, right? Friendship ain't magic. Magic is magic. Alright, unless anyone else has got a franchise to mention about, uh... No, I think we're, we're about tapped out. Yeah, a little bit. Like, well, I think our, our third topics are more just, like, in case we need them. Yeah, yeah, and like we can always go back to it. I mean, we just have to avoid talking about Star Wars next time. Like we could, we could go across all kinds of fucking pop culture type shit with regards to franchises, both good and bad. Like, I mean, hell, how many, how many fucking times do uh, people hear fucking PC Master Race type shit? And as an avid PC guy, I'm willing to call these fuckers out. To be fair, Ben, we also do it all the time. We do it for, we do it ironically. If we, 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 we come to do it to like parade. You know, when somebody says we do it ironically, that's basically just the way to save face of saying, yeah, I know I do it, but I'm not going to stop. But however, other people should stop doing it. Well, oh. no, well, no, like with us, with us, we're just like, hey, you want to try it out? There you go. You know, we're and like, uh, we're like the stoners of the PC world. <laughs> we're like, hey, man. Oh, yeah, I guess in, in that sense. We're, we're the stoners of the PC world, not the fucking SS We're not the troops. alcoholics who try to get you to do, like, try to get, like, convince you all the time. We're not we're the, the like, we're not the drunken like, frat boy demographic that's just, like, we're just, like, fucking, buy, 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 build, 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 steam, steam, Still steam. Not the science guy. <laughs> I was um, saying build duh, but okay. I feel like a fucking so, king because I snagged a PS5 a year ago. <laughs> fucking nerd. No. Fucking ass. Guys, I need to quickly hop in and uh, roast Dalton for a second. So I was looking at the topic stuff page, and then I realized I saw the one for Wednesday the 22nd. Stanley Kerbick. <laughs> Later Stan in... Later really? interpreted by Connor and Dalton for something else. Yes. I'm not good Stanley at spelling. Stanley Kerbick. <laughs> <laughs> God 
goddamn, you guys made me chuckle. <laughs> okay, Dalton, I love you, but you say this all the time too. We have the internet in our pocket. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> I did just type that out out of fucking nowhere, and I did not care to fucking look at shit, so In I'll fix it. Interpret it, though? <laughs> Leave it, though. Man. Don't anything, I like seeing it. It's just you know what's funny? funny is my fucking fig even says it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You just want to meet him now and be like, I'm such a fan of your work, Mr. Kerbic. But yeah, it's like actually just Stan, big big Stan curbs. But yeah, like every every fucking fan base is toxic. Like fucking PC guys, fucking console guys. These colors don't run, you know. <laughs> every everybody can be fucking toxic. Mm -hmm. Stan Kerbic is like like the Dollar General Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, Kerbic, that's funny. He's got a fucking Walmart camera that he does all his videos with. Um, He's just us. <laughs> He's just us. We are Stanley Kerbic. We are Stan Kerbic. In the oh my god. It's growing. Dalton, Stanley Kerbic meets Skin Beetle. <laughs> In the event that we fucking make something, for Christ's sake, but I'm not about to get on that. Good, because I'm going to ignore you if you do. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> ben, Ben, can you take us home, please? I think we're good. Uh, <laughs> Alright. So... If you got any questions, comments, concerns, bitches, gripes, complaints, then hit us up at MomentumMorons at gmail.com. Uh, if you feel like getting some fucking voice talent for whatever fucking creative works you got going on, then uh, hit up us uh, hit us up for uh, some references to our very own Connor Edward Gary Empey. He is a fantastic fucking voiceover actor who just needs his fucking foot in the door. So just open that door a crack and we will shove that bitch right in the crack. And then we'll have it yeah, just fucking do that shit. Uh, if you want some freaking analog art pieces that are the piece de resistance, then... Resistance, <laughs> Let's get after. <laughs> then hit Matt up at Nosferadu. That's his fucking Instagram handle on the offhand chance he hasn't been banned from Insta yet. And that is Nos, the energy drink. Fur as in fur. And a dude, because he's a dude, not a chick. At least I don't think. Uh, I'll have to ask his wife to check. Um, My pronouns are he, him. <laughs> Unless you get hit by a 50 cal round, then your pronouns are was, were. But. Yes. <laughs> and I if you feel like. I'm boring. If you feel like tossing it a couple of bucks our way, then uh, hit us up on our freaking uh, anchor.fm support page. It is https colon slash slash anchor.fm slash memento.forum slash support. And just, you know, toss whatever the fuck you want, and we will be greatly appreciative of it. And fuck, we'll. Uh, We'll add, we'll add to the fucking production quality, man. We will have hookers and blow on tap if we can afford it. Y'all can keep the hookers, but I'll take the Coke, bro. Hell, fucking yeah. Yeah, Coke classic. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. It's from the 80s. <laughs> this cocaine comes with fucking shades. Uh, anyhow, that's uh, that's about it. Rounds it, all, rounds it about up. Any last words, y'all? If you want to buy, give me money so I can buy a house, that'd be nice. I'm super pumped to see Ghost in two months. Um. Uh, well, um. Uh. Black Way to go. Black, <laughs> black people? Yes, black people. God dang it! No, I said black vagina! <laughs> oh, fuck!